to a special episode, the best of fives, no, I'm sorry, worst of fives. <laughs> uh, today's topic is the worst of five movies from the years we graduated. And once again, I'm Derek, and I have with me from the last episode, Chris. Hello there. Tim. Hello there. And Lou. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> my my favorite three stooges uh, yeah if you, if you haven't listened to last week's episode last week we got together and we discussed our favorite movies from the years that we graduated we all graduated a different year and it made for some really interesting lists so this time we're flipping the switch and we're going for the worst movies from the years that we graduated <laughs> And since we're flipping the switch, I think we'll go backwards this time. Last time we started with the grandpa of the group. And I think this time we'll start with the young buck of the group and we'll start with Lou. So just to uh, recap, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, um, I graduated in 2004, which makes me the young buck. And I have to, before I get into my list, I have to just explain that I don't typically watch everything that comes out. I know that, you know, with chris and tim you have past the popcorn where you watch a lot of movies and i just don't see things that aren't that interesting to me so that being said i didn't see most of the movies on this list and i'm hoping that you guys have so that we can <laughs> at least talk about it a little bit i, I really struggled with uh with the worst movies that came out this year so uh to start it off i'll say this is a movie that i have not seen but it is Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> I have not seen that. I, I have not seen it. I do remember that coming out, but I, I have not seen it, yes. Yeah, it's just one of those films. Like I didn't see the original Baby Geniuses. This is way beyond anything that I would have been interested in as a senior in high school. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I just remember these bombing a lot. And... That being said, when I was a kid, I do remember enjoying the movie Baby's Day Out. Yes. I don't know if you guys yeah, saw that yeah. movie. I saw that one, yes. But uh, it's a far cry from Baby Geniuses. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I didn't know what else to put on this list, so I stuck that at number five. I don't but have that any idea who the audience for those movies would be. Yeah, I you know? don't know. Because they feel like they're too adult for children and way too childlike for adults. So I don't know what their target was. I wonder is, is Christopher bombed. Lloyd in one of these? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, I'm picturing him in either as the bad guy. He was in. He was in Baby Geniuses. In the first one. Yeah. Okay. Now I will say this: this movie was directed by Bob Clark, who directed Baby Geniuses, but he's also the guy that brought you Porky's, Porky's Two, A Christmas Story, Rhinestone, and Turk One Eighty Two. It doesn't say much. Okay. <laughs> I will say I was, that, hoping, uh, I was hoping some of it would say something. 
Super Baby or Baby Geniuses Two had uh, John Voight and Scott Bayo. Uh, Scott Bayo, there's a winner. Voight. Well, yeah, I don't know. I have nothing else to say. Sorry about that, but that is my <laughs> number five. So if we're right, going man. backwards. I guess Derek will be next. That would be me. I will go next. Uh, my number five came out in January of 1998, the year I graduated miraculously. <laughs> um, and I actually saw this movie not in the theaters after it had come out on VHS or DVD, I guess, by that point, because someone I was dating at the time wanted to watch it. Ooh. And that would be Spice World. Starring oh. the Spice Girls. Okay. And unfortunately, the late Bob Hoskins. Um, this was Damn awful. Uh, it, <laughs> there's not a lot to say. That is a terrible movie. It really, truly and is. It, it's depressing because there's some really cool cameos, including Elvis Costello in this flick. But and it's Meat a Spice Girl. the bus driver. Yes. He, he upgraded from being the security gate guy to a bus driver. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a Spice Girls movie, and it was awful. And <laughs> I, I, I apologize to my eyes for having to watch it. Did you, that did movie, you... that movie, uh, is is good for one and one thing only. There is a scene in that movie where the other Spice Girls, where the Spice Girls all dress up as other Spice Girls, and that's when you realize that Sporty Spice is fucking hot. And that's the only good thing that came out from that movie. When Sporty Spice dresses up as Posh Spice, you're like, holy shit, she actually is pretty hot. She's not just average. She's above average. Was it worth it? Did, did you get anything after the movie? Uh, no, I don't believe I did. <laughs> oh. I'll be honest with you, Chris. <laughs> uh, if you would have seen that with me, you know, I would have given you something. Well, you then know? I'm going to go dig up a copy of it and see, <laughs> see what happens. All right, uh, Tim. All right, <clears throat> my number five. I actually didn't put these in order. Um, and and actually, this this particular actor has two movies on my list. Oh shit! Is it and Mel? That what's that? Is it Mel? You're fucking no, it's Mel. Um, <laughs> it's I don't think Mel, Mel is in any of these movies. That's right. This is a movie starring David Caruso. Oh my god. Linda Fiorentino and Chaz Palminteri and Michael Bean. And it was an erotic thriller. Yeah, what called was that called? Jade. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Written by Joe Esther Haas, who actually has written two or three of the movies on my list. Yikes. Oh my god. Joe Esther Haas, who 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 wrote like Basic Instinct. And several other sleazy movies, but directed by William Friedkin. So it you kind of have like this weird mix of talented talent and hack, and in between with with everybody there. So it, it was a weird mix of of characters and, and that came to make this movie. But this movie sucked ass. Yeah, I remember kind of excited because I didn't watch NYPD Blue. But I did like him for some reason, and I said, like, "Oh, he's gonna be cool as shit." And I, I saw that movie, and I was like, "Oh, fucking awful." Yeah, Jade. Jade was a piece of shit. It can't, I, I, but I, I do have another movie featuring one of the actors of this film uh, on, on my list. But this Jade okay. is my number five worst movie. Uh, my turn. Yes, sir. My number five came out July nineteenth. It sounds like a like a summer blockbuster time. 
It only made in its entire run a little bit over $4 million. <laughs> and I only saw this because he was on a really popular TV show that I watched. It was written by John Hughes, who, you know, has a has a good track record. Is it she's having a baby? It is not. <laughs> the director made Crocodile Dundee, one of my favorite 80s films of all time. This movie starred Al Bundy called Dutch. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I liked Dutch. Did you really? Yeah, I enjoyed it. With uh, I, Matthew Lillard, a really young Matthew Lillard. Is, is that is that the kid? I believe so. Shit. Yeah. I I just I just saw because I thought, oh, it's Al Bundy on the big screen, and it was nothing like that. Maybe I, did, I, did, I just went in there thinking that, and it was just a big letdown. But isn't this like one of the movies that's always like talked about, like joked about? It's like a bomb. Like Dutch, like was like the worst film of that Dutch, year or whatever. Yeah, that, it, that was that was one of those movies that a lot of people will talk about. It's like, oh, that was an embarrassing movie. Yeah, it was. It was not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Number five, four million dollars. <laughs> um, his total run was Dutch. Ed O'Neill. Not a good movie. Not <laughs> good. Not in my eyes. I mean, in my eyes, not a good movie. Yes. Uh, back to Lou. Yes, sir, Lou. So this is a film that I have seen, and uh, I, I guess it's kind of unfair to have this on my worst movie of the year list. But the end bothered me so, <laughs> so much that I couldn't. I, I've always had like a, a sour taste in my mouth about this movie. And uh, to be fair, the rest of the movie's pretty good. But anyway, before I just talk vaguely about it, uh, Ocean's Twelve. Mm, good pick. I don't remember that one very much. That's the, uh, the Europe one. It's the Europe one, and it's the one in which the character played by Julia Roberts pretends to be Julia yeah. Roberts to fool uh, Bruce Willis and a bunch of other people. Bruce Willis, who is playing Bruce Willis. Bruce, yeah, it's they tried to do this meta thing, and it bothered me so much. Like, you kind of saw it coming, you saw it coming, you're like, they're not going to actually, oh, fuck, they're doing it. Oh, they were really <laughs> doing And I love Ocean's Eleven, and I, and I enjoyed a large part of Ocean's Twelve, but this last, whoever the people were that made this decision, they, uh, they screwed it up pretty badly. And uh, considering it was one of the few movies that I actually have seen, I had to add it in number four. Hmm. I don't know why, but your, your conversation of just saying this, didn't you mention this on another specifies for some reason? I, I may have. I don't know which one. I've done a. I've, I mean, I haven't done one in a while, but I've done a plenty of best. I think. Five. I, I think it might have coming up like on yeah. one of the sequel specials or something. So oh, like it was yeah. worst sequels. That's all right. So this has made two of my best of fives list. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we did a worst movie sequels. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like that series, but yeah, that was definitely just a, a big mistake and i think they did pretty well with the third one and now they're doing the fourth saw... one with all women all women i, I yeah. heard about that yeah. um okay so on to my number four um it hurt me to put this one on my list because the lead actor in it is uh well for l- lack of a better phrase he's han solo <laughs> uh, holy this came out uh june 12th of 1998 Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Is this Air Force One? No, this was his film after oh, Air Force One. Oh, wait, no. 
This is with uh, what's her name? Uh, six degrees or six nights, seven uh, days, whatever. Six, yeah, six, seven, six days yeah. and seven nights. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, with, with Anne Hache. That's not that bad. Oh, that is that bad. It's it's terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> it a bad is, movie. In fact, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies is a film called Fanboys, and they're having an argument as they're driving down the road, yelling that Harrison Ford has never made a bad movie. And as they're driving down the road, they drive past a billboard for <laughs> six days and seven nights because it is just that bad of a movie. I don't, I don't think it's that bad. I don't well, that's I like because it. because you I, have beer goggles for Harrison Ford. I mm-hmm. even have a, the, the, the standee in the other room of her, of him and her running. I got the, the piece of them, the cardboard cutout next door, right where I'm sitting right now. Yeah. Is it next and to I, the standee of Van Hache's butthole? <laughs> I, I've always heard that butthole. in like Psycho, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, you see her her sphincter. Let's all go inside. But all right, I'll, as long as it's not Braveheart. All right, <laughs> Tim, you're next, right? Yep. Oh, and now th- this next one is actually my list is some of them are very difficult for me to put as bad movies or as as the worst. Because a lot of times when I when I look at lists, especially when you're going back years and years and years, it's difficult to remember how much you disliked them. Uh, so a lot of them I, I, I'm, I was just indifferent. But this one here is great for some reasons and a terrible movie for a lot of other reasons. And so I'm focusing on the other reasons for it being terrible. <laughs> and this movie would be... The- Second Joe Esterhaus film on my list, Showgirls. <laughs> what? Showgirls is a a terrible movie. It is so hard to get through the entire movie. It's so hard already. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. It is a difficult. It's. It's like. It's like the Star Wars holiday special, where there's certain things of it, certain things you really like, but it's just. Can you tell me what those certain things that you really like about Showgirls are? Uh, Gina Gershon, I think, is so fucking hot. I've always had a big thing for Gina Gershon. And Elizabeth Elizabeth Berkley, at that time, she was like perfection. She was like chiseled out of marble. She was perfection. As an actress, she sucked. But uh, Gina Gershon... And actually, Gina Gershon's sister lives in Nashville, and she's in the music industry. And she looks just like her. And so I'll, I'll go to like music events and concerts and I'll see her sister there. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, that's Gina Gershon. And it's it's her sister and she looks just like her. She's so goddamn smoking hot. It's like, <sighs> but uh, but this movie is terrible. You can you can watch it in segments and there's parts of it that are that are so laughably bad. And the and the writing is terrible. Um, but then. But then there's other things you can watch where you can, if you if you put yourself in a different mindset, you can watch this movie and it's like the greatest thing ever made. It's one of those movies that's so bad that it actually circles around and starts to become good again for some people, depending on the uh, the mindset you go into watching it. But it's if, terrible. If, if you had lotion, the movie's always good. Yeah, the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There's 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 lots of great scenes in it if you only have a few minutes to spare. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, Chris. Number four. Number four for me 
The main actor, I'll say it, is dead. <laughs> one of one of my favorite comedians of all time. This actor is why I actually started watching TV and whatnot. Um, and I probably saw this movie because you know it's it's Jack Tripper up on screen. Problem Child Two. <laughs> uh, I remember there was a full page ad telling people not to see Problem Child Two because of how a how bad it was and how. It glorified like r- rude children and animal yeah. abuse and all sorts of things. There's a full page ad in the morning call about that. Yikes! I mean, I watched this as a kid. I watched the both the first and second Problem Child movies, but I don't remember it being that bad for like influence. I mean, it was a bad movie, but like I don't remember it being like imp- like have like having an effect on impressionable children. Well, the, what's weird is is the poster is the kids sitting on top of a of a washing machine and there's John Ritter about to fucking drown. <laughs> okay, so maybe there's that. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. I just I just remember you know this is one of the movies that is always brought up as one of the worst you know sequels of all time and it was just a bomb and it's just it with um actually I hate to say this it made twenty five million for that year I guess was. It's pretty darn fucking good. Wasn't Kramer in that movie? I don't he wasn't the name. first one. He yeah. played a clown in the first one. He was like, um, he was like a clown serial killer that Junior looked up to. I know I a lot know. about Problem Child. Apparently, I was gonna say that. I want to know why Lude knows Problem Child information. <laughs> so, I was six so when it came out. I was like prime well, audience for this. He had to do something when he wasn't playing Mappy Land, <laughs> or <laughs> while I was playing Mappy Land. But you know, my lines. John Ritter, rest in peace. Always, always love him. Always will, except in this in this movie, <laughs> Prom Child Two, horrible. <laughs> and that and that came out July fifth, like a, a July fourth opening weekend movie. Awful. 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 <laughs> back back to Lou. Yes, please, Lou. So we're back to another movie that I have not seen. Um, and I'm curious. I think you guys probably would have seen this. So I'm curious what you guys think. Um, but it was a combination of two franchises that I think we all love a lot. Ooh. Um, oh, is this AVP? It is AVP. Okay. So yeah. like, I've never seen it. So I don't know. What do you guys? It's universally. Well, not universally. It's the wrong word. But it's widely regarded as not being very good. So what do you guys think? I don't I think, think it's like a, the idea. I don't think it's supposed fighting. to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Freddy versus Jason. You know, it's just supposed to be fun and stupid. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I uh I was just talking with someone about this last night because I was talking about the alien movies where I was saying, okay, you can watch Alien, Aliens, Ooh. and then and then skip everything and go straight to uh Prometheus and not watch Aliens 3 4 Alien versus Predator, or Resur- yeah, three Resurrection, or Alien versus Predator. It, it, yeah, and Alien versus Predator was it was just a movie that was literally just made to cash in on fanboys who they're like, oh just, they'll they'll spend money to see anything, and that's and I remember going to see it, came out of it thinking that was crap. <laughs> I remember seeing it at the at the UA there in Montgomeryville. Uh, the one that's behind where the Home Depot is. Yeah, it's a Frank. Now, now it's Frank's now. Yeah, Frank Theater. Yeah, that's. I remember going to see that there one night. 
See, I like the idea. It, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's made for people like me. Like, when I was a kid, they had Alien versus Predators was a huge toy line, and I'm sure you guys yeah, remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that was one of the few toy lines that I really loved and I bought into um, when I was like in elementary school, and. Yeah, it probably was made for people like me, but, you know, it came out in 2004. It's well after the fact, obviously, like, you know, whatever, whatever bug they may have, like, like planted in people, like it had expired and wasn't like I, I didn't bother to go see it. And I still haven't seen it. I probably should now that I'm talking about it on the show. But, yeah, it was just uh, everything that I'd read about it was just like, yeah, it's kind of a waste of time. Don't go see it. I seem to remember Wizard Magazine back then being all ape shit when they heard about alien versus predator. So like for several issues leading up to the release of it, they always had thing an alien versus predator is coming. It was almost like they were paid to talk it up, but it seemed like it seemed like they kept talking about alien versus predator as being like, this is the movie we've all been waiting for. This is, this is, this is what, this is what it's like to be a fan kind of like thing. And yeah, that movie just, Blue. That's a good one. I mean, I, I like the idea of. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> no, I just like the idea. You did a good job. You did a good job. Of the characters fighting, but yeah, it, it's still it, it could have been better. But it was just as cool to see because I, I think yeah. I bought a video game AVP and all when that when that came out for this. That's kind of. That's kind of how that started. It started out. Like Dark Horse in the early '90s started putting out Alien versus Predator comics, and then there right. was yeah. that arcade game. Where yeah, they had the spaceport. Yeah, and then huh? there were the toys and, and that kind of stuff, and, the, and then yeah, it eventually worked its way to a film, two films, AVP two. Yeah, and now they're making another Alien movie. Yeah, yeah, and probably another Predator. Well, they are. I think Shane Black's making it, too. The guy who made really? the original one, yeah. Hmm. Arnold doesn't want no part of it. He said he read the script, and it's not that good as what Arnold said. He so. read a script. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Um, okay, my number it. three? Yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, I did see because I enjoyed the first one, even though it was campy as all hell. And I thought, oh, what the hell? I'll try the second one. Came out right. November 13th. Well, holiday movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really a holiday movie, but I still know what you did last summer. Uh, oh God, yeah. they were huge at the time too. I know. Yeah, you know, you had Jennifer Love Hewitt and uh, uh, what's his name, Junior, and Brandon Freddie Prince. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie Prince. Prince. You know what? I, I'm looking here at my at what I'm going to put as my number three and. The director of I Still Know What You Did Last Summer directed the movie I'm about to talk about after you. <laughs> wow. Okay, great. Well, I don't have too much to say about this other than <laughs> I, I like the first one, even though, like I said, it was campy. It was stupid. It was kind of funny. Right. Right. But it, it, you know, I mean, after Scream, you're not going to make another movie like Scream, you know, right. no matter how hard you try. And, and trust me, Scream tried, what, like nine times? But uh, <laughs> seems like it. But I know what you did last summer was fun and suspenseful, and you know you got to see teenagers get sliced up, and you know it was fun. And then this one came out, and it was like let's rehash it and just make everybody a couple years older, yeah. and put them on an island. It's like great. It was this the one time. that had Jack Black in it. I yeah. always wanted to to, to spark up. Yeah. 
that's right. I forgot about that. Probably the only saving grace of that whole movie. But I don't have too much to say about it, so it, it was pretty terrible. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Tim? All right. Well, mine, as I, as I said, is directed by the same director. His name is Danny Cannon. Came out just a couple years earlier. Uh, and apparently this Danny Cannon is a big time like television producer. He does like Gotham and a bunch of stuff now. But he made a movie that uh, kind of sucked. And it was called... And Chris is going to get pissed here. I think. Oh, my God. Because it, it features one of his favorite actors. Yeah. Is Rob it Schneider and Ralph Schneider. Sante. Oh, and Stallone. Fucking Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is a terrible <laughs> fucking film. I love Judge Dredd. Oh my god. Yes. Lou, get him. Get him, Lou. Get him. <laughs> hey, it's no it's no demolition, man. No. What? I mean, look, to be fair, Judge Dredd is a terrible movie, but I still really enjoy it. There there's there's things in it that are that again, kind of like Showgirls but for different reasons. There's things in it that you that you just find endearing to it. I am the law. It's like Stallone went all out. He was so, he was so, he, he, he just, he just put everything into this movie. And unfortunately there were factors that, that he couldn't, that he couldn't control. And it just, it was just a terrible, ended up being a terrible uh, steaming pile of shit. Uh, you know, and you have, and Rob Schneider's in it, hiding in robots saying, eat recycled food. <laughs> They had a pretty good cast for the movie. Like, um, oh, what's his name? He he was in Force Awakens. The the old oh, uh, Max Moncito. Yeah, yeah he's the, in it. Uh, Armando Sante. Uh, who I mean, there's other people too, but like, yeah, but it, it is kind of garbage. But uh, I do enjoy <laughs> it, and I did watch it on Netflix like a month ago. So, and I still haven't <laughs> seen Dread, which was apparently a much better version oh, of that, that character. Was, that was, oh, oh man, I really yeah, you're gonna love Dread. Dread. Apparently, Dread is really, really good. good. I just rewatched Judge Dread instead of watching the good movie. So, <laughs> I I really need to go back and watch this uh, because it is terrible. But at the same time, like Armando Sante is just so over the top. I am the law. Uh, he's just he's a nut. And, and Stallone again is trying his best, but he sees the shit falling off the walls all around him. <laughs> it's just it's so sad. But and I remember when we went to. And we saw this at a, at a midnight at the theater. I just remember us all just being like, fucking hell, what is this? I I remember then when we got that poster and it was just like his 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 jawline and the mask on him and helmet and whatever. And I was like, oh, that's Jalone. Look at that, how awesome that is. <laughs> yeah. Visually, visually, it looked great. I mean, it, even even with the cheap plastic costumes, visually, it still looks good. Uh, it's just the story uh, and certain aspects of the acting were just insanely stupid. That's a good I, I can see why you put that on your list. All right. <laughs> Chris? Um, my turn. I This movie came out in uh, August 9th. I only made $22 million. And I think I only saw this movie once. And I was... I don't know why. It it was... It was a movie that, that, that came out that I thought was going to be like a, a lethal weapon comedy-ish kind of thing on it because it starred Danny Glover. He's a cop. And the other guy, who I love, I love Martin Short. I really do. But pure luck, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I was. Is that, really... is that is that the one where Martin Short gets stung stung by a bee? <laughs> I think I think, I think he is. just gets beaten the hell out of him through the whole movie. I I think so, but I and, and, he, and he's allergic to the bee, and he, and he like he gets all puffed up. He's like, "What? Hello?" Yeah, yeah. I had seen this. Movie, I'll give it. I'll be honest. I seen this movie probably once when it came out, and I I think totally forget it. But I remember how excited I was to see this movie. Thing, oh, it's, it's Roger Murtaugh with Martin Short, and I don't know. Maybe I just was just hoping Mel would make an appearance. <laughs> I don't know. I just hated this movie. I remember pure luck. I was like, this is just no. This is it. Once and done. I I moved on. <laughs> um, I Lou, have you ever seen Pure Luck? <laughs> uh, I have never even heard of it. So no. Oh, don't, don't add it to your list, bud. No, yeah. no. Do you don't want to add favor. this one. <laughs> it it stars even just Danny and Martin. Like, no one. Oh, stars. <laughs> Lou just sent me a picture of. <laughs> Of what? Martin, Martin Short after getting stuck by a bee. I got the same thing right now. He looks like he looks like Jiminy Glick. Is that? <laughs> I love Jiminy Glick. I love yeah. Martin Short. Really <laughs> to tell me about Hollywood. I love Martin Short, but this movie was just not my cup of tea. Pure luck. <laughs> Number three, Lou's turn. <laughs> Number two. So this is a movie that I think I've seen, but it's one of those <laughs> movies that it's so bad that I've completely blacked a lot of it out. But I don't know, watching the trailer, like I remember stuff. So I think I've seen it, but I can't really confirm. Um, it's a sequel to a movie that was also not very good, but I would argue that it's better than its sequel. And that would be Anacondas, The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. <laughs> Just wow. the title tells you it sucks, you know? I love the first one. The second one, not so much. The first one, Baby Bird. <laughs> it's, uh, they basically take every character that was in the first Anaconda movie and recreate them with B or C list actors for the second movie. <laughs> and, you know, instead of encountering one snake, they encounter a bunch of snakes because it's mating season. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, they're searching for this, this orchid that can, like lead people to have everlasting life and everything about it just screams failure and uh they succeeded in that one regard <laughs> yeah that's funny <laughs> baby, baby bird baby bird i remember when we, said, when we saw that and i was, was cracking out the first time we've seen him get that the original anaconda yeah, yeah. is 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 a work of of so bad, G- so idiot good. genius. Yeah, there, it, there's the casting is is fantastic. Uh, you, you get Kari Word, Jennifer Lopez, mm. Aaron Stoltz, and John Voight and Ice T. There's snakes out there. These big. Oh yeah, just uh, insane. That'd be a fun one to do a commentary for. Oh, oh it's been forever damn. since I've seen that one. Yeah, and a kind of baby bird, baby bird. That's a good one, Lou. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Owen Wilson's in that too. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. And Danny Trejo. Oh, that's a must. We got to do a commentary on that. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so my number two uh, came out May twentieth of nineteen ninety-eight. That's a blockbuster month. For I I know, and this was supposed to be a blockbuster movie. Ooh. And then they ruined Led Zeppelin. Anybody? What is this? Hold on. That you know me and music. I, oh I, yeah, I, Chris. 
Led Zeppelin. You referenced this earlier, Tim. Oh, is this Godzilla? This is Godzilla. Matthew Broderick's <laughs> oh Godzilla. Uh, now, where, what's the Led Zeppelin? Do they? What was the Puff Daddy song? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That yeah, he used the which, yeah the cashmere, and which the, was yeah, in every right. commercial for yeah, yeah. months. I will and... say that I can't hear the original version and not think of Puff Daddy. <laughs> P, P, or P Diddy. Sorry, excuse me. Or whatever he was going uh, by at that sorry. time. Uh, yeah, Puffy I think Diddy. he was still Puff Daddy Puffy at that D. time. But uh, yeah, I can't hear the original song and not think of, can I stay? Can I go? Like, it just, I can't do it. <laughs> that that music video is firmly implanted in my, yeah. in my heart. Well, they, they beat it into our heads. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't just that. I mean, that, that was a crime against nature, if you will. But that movie was just terrible. I mean, there's just nothing good about it. And I, I know, I, you know, they've put out a couple of Godzilla movies since. And I know that they're in the works to make another one. And I I don't know they could they could literally have the old Godzilla guy in a costume or they could get Bobcat Goldplate to do it from One Crazy <laughs> Summer and it would still be better than this flick. <laughs> now this is a movie that we covered on Dial Up Movies and we did tear it apart, but Good. because it is it is a mess. I mean, it's got Gene Renault and Hank Azaria in it, so you'd think that it would have some redeeming <laughs> qualities, but nope. Holy cow, man. That's a good one. That, yeah. that's and a... I paid money to see this in a theater. My apologies. <laughs> what was uh, who did the who had the uh, fast food thing for Godzilla? Was that Taco I remember, Bell? I think yeah, it was, right. yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it was because uh, Taco Bell the, because it was like he ate the dog or he tried yeah, to eat like, the oh, dog. Viva, Viva Gordita or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of merchandising that uh, was wasted on that film. Oh, sure. I, I, had, yeah. a, I had a Godzilla mug. I remember a big ass Godzilla mug. At the tail yeah, they had, they the had Godzilla mug. on the top and a straw that went through his back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they they did the same thing with Star Wars the yeah. next year where they put the, the the Star Wars characters on the top of the. It was either, I think it was a Pizza Hut you got those. Yeah, Pizza Hut. I still have the Yoda. <laughs> so Godzilla. that was that was my number two Godzilla. Uh, how about you, Tim? My number two is uh, the second one featuring a particular actor on my list. This is the movie that he he left a promising television career to to, to because he thought he could become a movie star, and that would be David Caruso in uh, Kiss of Death. Yeah, yeah. This movie was so fucking terrible. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, and 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 the director at the time was a director that. People kind of said, "Oh, he, yeah, he did single white female. He, yeah, he's, he's he does good movies." Barbe Schroeder. No, this movie was a fucking steaming pile of goddamn shit. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. It, there were there were there were parts of it that that are actually kind of funny, like having Helen Hunt become like a crack whore and Nicolas Cage getting roid rage. <laughs> Stanley Tucci's in it. I mean, there's just so such a weird mishmash of people in this movie and Sam Jackson in the, like the 50th movie he made in 1995, just, just terrible. Just uh, so, so bad. And, and I remember the, the trailer for it made it look awesome. And we were all excited to see this movie. And it turned out to be like the worst movie ever. Terrible. That was shit, terrible, ter- terrible, 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 terrible. Kiss of death. 
Chris. My, where were we at? Number two? Yes, sir. Came out February 15th, only made $8 million-ish. Oh. It starred, back in the 80s and 90s, it starred three of the funniest people walking the planet. You're not going to say anything bad about uh, Three Amigos, are you, you asshole? No, I love Three Amigos. Good, because I don't want to have to turn this off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But one of them from Amigos is in this movie. Okay. What year? One of the Amigos. Mm -hmm. What year was it, Chris? uh, 91. Um, uh, Derek, you're a huge fan of one of these guys because he's in one of your favorite, he's in your favorite film of all time. Okay. Any other guy? Yes, Tim is dead. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and John Candy. Has what to be is, funny. What has to be this. Has to be great. Nothing but trouble. Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. Let me that's the up. that's the one where they're like trapped in the junkyard or something like that. Something like, yeah, some kind of a mansion or something. And he's like, Ackroyd's like a big monster. Yeah, and they're all in costume and Ackroyd's wearing makeup or something. And I I just, I remember dying to see this movie. It stars Debbie Moore, too, who who I loved her back in the day. And it's like three of the funniest people walking the planet. And it's like, that's not fucking funny at all. I have never seen this movie. No, it's him. I I've know. Never seen it. I've There's tried nothing to get about this movie it. that looks familiar. I've tried to get through it once or twice, and it's just so bad. Like the twins. Do you remember the twins in it, Chris? Uh, now since you said it, a, li- a little bit, I remember yeah, the twins. Uh, just such Stupid. a bomb. It is a bomb. And when you start Chevy Ackroyd or, or Candy, you know, you love them and, and, and everything else. Oh, this is going to be great. Three comedians who were fucking on top of their game. And it's just like. This movie sucks. What were they Apparently, thinking? Tupac was in it too. Was he really? Yeah, I, I, the, the, I'm, uh, there's a still of Tupac and Shock G from Digital Underground. The Hump to Hump. It was. It, it's. Oh, and Taylor Negron was in it. Rest in peace, dead. It's just horrible. I mean, if you see it, which you guys don't have to, <laughs> it's just fucking horrible. Dead to me looks pretty fucking hot in that movie. Yeah, well, yeah, was, with yeah, her with her early nineties, late eighties hair. She's she's pretending to be married to Chevy Chase too. The poor woman. <laughs> Damn. N- number two, nothing but trouble. That's what this movie was. Nothing but trouble. And it was a big old number two. Big old number two. Big pile of fucking two <laughs> shit. Um. All right, we are on to the number ones. What do you got for us, Lou? Uh, so I have for you guys another sequel to a movie that wasn't that good to begin with. And I think I saw this one as well, but I don't really remember because I either saw the second one or the third one, but honestly, it all kind of seems like the same movie to me, um, (laughs) which is a problem. Uh, and that would be resident evil apocalypse. Oh, all right. I don't know if I've seen that or not. They all blend together. All those movies. So the first one, they're in like the Umbrella Corporation headquarters. The second one, they're out in the city and the city is broken out. And then the third one, I don't really remember what happens in that one. But in this one, you get the you get like the big zombie guy with the bazooka on his shoulder that he fires with one arm. 
see, no one has any recollection of this because it's a <laughs> horrible movie. Is this? Is it, are these the movies with Lilu Dallas? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen any of these. The first one is passable. Like it's not good, but it's passable. It's like what? a it's a good example of like a mid to late nineties cheesy tech horror movie, kind of like um uh like House on Haunted Hill and Thirteen Ghosts. Like it was in that kind of realm of like kinda gory horror. Um and obviously they're copying off uh not copying, they're based their movie on a video game franchise, mm-hmm. which was hugely popular. But these movies were never that well put together, and they mm. kind of fell apart from the start. Right. And uh, and again, this one came out the year I graduated, and I again I think I saw this, which is bad if you're trying to remember a film and you can't even remember if you've actually seen it or not. So this one <laughs> gets my top spot for for that reason. And there's been like around, I think five or I don't know five or six of those now. Which blows my mind because a, a series, a, a film series like, uh, like Fast and the Furious, like they milk the shit out of that series. There's like what yeah. eight or they they just released their eighth, I think, or their yeah, yeah. Eighth, eighth, one, eighth one, and they're doing a spinoff series. But each yeah. one makes like a billion dollars, so that makes sense. These movies do terribly, and they keep making them over and over again. So I don't good, understand that good concept point, yeah. at all. Well, they use like like college graphic design kids to do all the artwork. And then they put the cute girl in tight leather. I mean, they're going to make a million dollars just off of Chris. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I, I can't argue that. Doug. <laughs> You're right. But that's but, a good you know, any, any movie that I, I watched the trailer yesterday and uh, any movie that has Papa Roach in their trailer is. <laughs> Papa Roach. Uh, is, is, is Pop Roach the one that's like Put my life in two pieces Yeah but it wasn't that song It was another song I just recognized the guy's voice So that you know They, uh, they were advertising a, uh, a wrestling pay-per-view Coming up and they said oh we want to thank Papa Roach for the theme song To this from their new album And I'm like wait what They're, they're still a <laughs> band Like is this an ad from like the, the mid to late 90s Here or so they're, they're, in residency. they're in they're in residency at the croc rock in allentown oh jeez, nobody should be that unlucky <laughs> all right so my number one pick came out in february of 1998 and it has made me angry since the day it came out <laughs> and it still makes me angry to this day <laughs> it is a sequel if you will to one of my favorite movies of all time. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Oh, I think I know what this is. And, I'm thinking it's... It can't be that, that late in the year, though. And it stars one of the two leads from the original because the other one is dead, and I'm sure he's happy he was dead when this was made. <laughs> it is <laughs> Blues Brothers, Brothers 2000. Mm. This is a heaping pile of shit. Yeah. This was I, a money yeah. grab... Heaping pile of shit. Like, I always refuse to watch it. I would never. I, I love Blues Brothers, I think, almost as much as you do. And I would never watch this movie. Oh, oh, my God. I 
I watched this. You remember that scene in Roger Rabbit where where the judge had daggers literally coming out of his eyes? <laughs> that yeah. was you? Yeah. That was me. Um, <laughs> the only thing this movie is missing is Aykroyd stopping in the middle of it to pimp out his vodka in the skull bottle. You know, I mean, it, it was horrendous. You know, I mean, Belushi's dead. Let it go. You know, yeah. this isn't a tribute film to him. This is, you know, Aykroyd needed money and John Goodman needed money and they were still touring the casinos doing the Blues Brothers routine. So let's put him on screen. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, just just horrible. The only thing that saved any ounce of this was that a lot of the original musicians came back. But like Cab Calloway was dead. Uh, I think James Brown was in it for a hot second. But a lot of the band came back. But otherwise, you know, just go watch the original. Or I still have a scene the whole thing all the way through. Dude, how I still don't get how that's possible. I I don't know. I, I don't. Maybe it's the whole music thing. I don't know. I don't have an answer. Lou, I'm so music. sorry. Unacceptable. You haven't seen the original Blues Brothers? Not all the way through. I Chris, pieces. I will be at your house in an hour. Be awake. <laughs> Make coffee. I see. I seen clips. I never seen the whole thing from again to end, and I, I love them both. I, I I love you know Belushi and Aykroyd. I just never how, how got on that train. The, how in the sweet hell did you watch The Room voluntarily, and you haven't seen Blues Brothers? I still haven't seen The Room. <laughs> Didn't you watch? You haven't that? seen The Room? No. You seriously? I Wait, thought you the, the I one thought that you came out last year, Dave. No, we were. Oh, we were, the, oh, the room, the room. Oh, that room. Well, that why room. Thomas was thinking, so. Yeah, I never. We were gonna do it maybe one night. We never gotten around to it. I, I, well, I don't need to see the room. We're gonna watch Blues Brothers. <laughs> you don't need to see the room, but you need to see Blues Brothers. That's a good way of putting it. Yes, I, I maybe, maybe we'll do that in commentary. We'll do it live. Do it live, and you know, and we'll see. I'm gonna see, if I'm, I'm gonna see if I'm on Netflix. I never, I never seen. I'll it. buy you the DVD. Like, I <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a four dollar DVD now. Well, in that case, I haven't seen this, that, this, the other thing. <laughs> yeah, I haven't no, seen. You uh, some bullshit. One. This is important. Keep sending me Blu-rays. I need this, this, the other thing. I want the ultimate Die Hard collection and everything, please. I will see it one day. Good. I think you will. All right, Tim. What do you got for us? All right. So my number one. Braveheart. Uh, I'm thinking this, this. This movie, <laughs> I remembered less for the movie be existing and more for working at the theater when it came out because it seemed like it was a rated R movie and it seemed like every fucking kid on the planet that was underage wanted to get in to see this movie. And it was and, and honestly, they probably should have made a PG-13 because the movie probably would have made a lot more money. The Jerky Boys. Ugh. Oh yeah, like the phone call one, right? Yeah, the, I like like Blues Brothers. It was a cash grab. It was like, how can we take something that people know about that's popular for you know has been popular for about eighteen months and make a movie so that people can rush out and drop six dollars on a movie ticket and go see it? My God, this movie was so unfunny, so terrible. It was just a, a literally a waste of. An hour and 22 minutes. <laughs> That's how long it is. And it came out the 3rd of February, 1995. So it came out kind of in that dead period of the year. 
Yeah. But I remember I remember there were so many underage kids that wanted to go see this movie. Most movie theaters don't even pay attention anymore to kids sneaking into rated R movies. Yeah, yeah. It's like they'll card them so they can't buy the ticket, but they're not paying attention to where they go. Where they're going, yeah. Yeah. So, but back, we were militant about that at our theater. Oh my god, we used to fucking we used to just we were hoping someone would sneak in or do something, you know? Yeah. Oh, fucking yeah, the the Jerky Boys, the 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 worst movie of 1995, hands down. And it wasn't Braveheart, so there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're the three of your of your top of your top ones are fantastic. When I see what my top one is. No one's going to even know what this movie is. And I kind of don't even know why I, I put it on my list as number one. Because for me, the 80s and 90s were Arnold, Bruce, Stallone, Mel, just the action stars, who can, um, Seagal, Van Damme, who can do it? Who can do it on screen and, and, and you can believe them. Here's, here's, the, here's the plot for this movie. I want to see if anyone out there came out. Uh, where are you? Uh, uh, March 15th Jeff, a young d- delinquent is enrolled by his father in a, ke- in a Kempo school in the hopes of teaching the boy some self-discipline years later Jeff's mentor, Kim is being threatened by one of the Korean mafia families Jeff tries to help his old friend but is too late to prevent Kim's death at the hands of an unknown hitman now this is this, this sounds like something that um Van Damme would be in. Van on Revenge. Jeff takes on all of his families, uses his martial arts skills to find the man who killed his friend. I remember when, and the poster is just, it's this guy with two sticks. Anyone out there know of the, of the name Jeff Speakman? Oh, yeah. Jeff Speakman, yeah. The perfect weapon. <laughs> I do not remember this movie. I remember uh, I've Jeff never Speakman. seen this. No, I yeah, just—I have no idea. It's an hour and twenty-three minutes. Let me it's see just, if, I, if I can bring that in the perfect way. It's just a movie I remember. I was like, "Who's this guy? I think he is? He's not Seagal or Van Damme or Mel, Bruce, Arnold, Stallone." You're, you're. <laughs> There's the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. this a canon movie? Like it looks like like it would be like a canon oh, movie, like a Chuck saying. Norris movie. I I see a Paramount logo on. I don't know. On the thing there. But look at it. Just look at the poster makes you laugh. Look at it. Look, look. No gun, no knife, no equal. Jeff Speakman. Oh, come on. But Jeff Speakman, I mean, he made a bunch of those straight to straight to DVD or to video. Like I'm just looking at this thing. You know, Street Night, Running Red, yeah, Time Lock, Escape from Atlantis, Scorpio One, uh, Slaughterhouse Rock. These What's could also sad? be like the hits on a Journey album. Yeah. <laughs> What's sad is in is last year there was a movie that was called The Perfect Weapon with Steven Seagal. <laughs> just came out last year. It's just this movie. I remember making jokes about it. Steven Seagal still making movies? Of course. Well, right to you know Amazon. Well, or... he's making technically moving pictures. Are they movies? Right. It's a movie that me and Matt used to always, I think, make fun of because, you know, who's this guy with these two sticks? Jeff Speakman. That, that's not an action name. Come on. Horrible. Number one. <laughs> Perfect weapon, my ass. 
But back back then, like ninety one, yeah, there was that. There, it, you still had some drip over from the eighties, and the eighties was all about, you know, kung fu action movies, no retreat, no surrender, and that those sort of movies. Right. So, I, I can I can see this one being released. Whether I'm I'm, I'm curious, like if it was if this was in theaters. Yeah, I, it was. I, I remember saying, "Who's this guy? I think he is. He's not no Steven Seagal. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> you know." Yeah, but. I between okay. Let's say let's say right now, there's two movies in the theater. Yeah, a new Steven Seagal movie, or Jeff Speakman in Perfect Weapon Two. <laughs> what are you gonna go see? Seagal. Seriously? I uh, yeah. I watched. This. I don't know. I, I let's say let's say it's 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 called Seagal Fat Punch, and this one's <laughs> called Perfect Weapon Two. I would go see Fat Punch. But yeah, I, I would have to go so see <laughs> Fat Punch. <laughs> now just to really... see if it's him being fat and punching yeah. people, or if he's just walking around punching fat people. Steven Seagal, Samo Hung, Fat I Punch. Like, I like Derek's reasoning. Uh, it could be two different movies right there. <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal is an angry vegan going after the fat, overeating, <laughs> mid- I don't know. I, uh, I, I think we need, need to, to sit down it. and write this script, man. Yep. Fat I think punch. it's pretty easy to get Seagal to do a movie these days. <laughs> I watched. Listen, Stephen, we'll, we'll give you five dollars and a dozen donuts. <laughs> it was awful. Number five. What were we at? Number one. Perfect weapon. <laughs> that that is my tire, Chris. What's the matter? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> do, do, does anybody have any honorable mentions? I have. I, I have a couple. I got two. What do you got, Chris? Defending your life. Never. Really? Yeah. Really? Is that Albert Brooks? That's Albert Brooks. That's a great I movie. Al- I hate Albert Brooks. I cannot. Why? How do you? How can you hate Albert Brooks? I saw so what's the other one. Tick tick tick. Remember that one with the baby? I don't think he's funny. Baby, baby bomb. What about? What about Maybe. like the Finding Dory? Well, he yeah, because <laughs> he's not in it. It's his voice. <laughs> what about? I guess that goes for The Simpsons then too, huh? Who's he on that? Hey, he's a lot of different people on The Simpsons. Yeah. Maybe I don't know his voice very well, so I don't care. But I, I what, don't like him. I don't like what Alan about Brooks. What about the movie Mother with uh, Debbie Reynolds? Never saw that. Oh, Chris, gosh. let's just put it this way: that's a bad choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a bad it is choice. a bad choice. It's a bad movie. <laughs> See, <laughs> <laughs> and. A movie with an actor who I love, Bruce Willis, um, Billy Bathgate. Don't know. It. Never is heard it, of it. Dustin Hoffman is he in that? Is it a, a uh, the movie sounds familiar, but I can't. I can't quite picture it. There's been two that I wrote down with all the other shits. What do you I have? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I have one that I considered writing down, but I didn't. It was Under Siege Two. What, Dark, Dark Territory? territory? Yeah, yeah, or he's on the train. That was nowhere near as good as Under Siege. You were correct, but... <laughs> not well, Under Siege not 1 had, had... Yeah, yeah Under Siege too. 1 had Erica... Was it Erica Laniac? Mm-hmm. Hopping out of a... Oh, hopping out God. of the, the cake with her glorious, glorious tits. I enjoyed myself plenty of times to that scene. <laughs> that I mean, th- that is a hot scene. It, it, it really is. is. For mm. for I mean, you were out of high school, but I was I was like in like ninth grade. That is a hot fucking scene when she hops yeah. down. You're like, holy they shit, were huge. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. So, was that who that was? Was that Erica Elaine? Yeah. yeah, 
Baywatch. And then uh, Under Siege 2 had um, that awful girl from um, Knocked Up. Catherine Heigl? Yeah, she played the niece. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Catherine Heigl, now, this I remember when she was in My Father the Hero, she was, I don't know how old she was. She was young. With but Je- she wore... With Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. She wore this bathing suit. I don't know how old she was. I gotta. I'll have to look that up. Hobie, she's over sixteen. About what you're gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> she was so. She was so goddamn hot in My Father the Hero. I was like, I, I remember when that came. I'm like, oh my god, who is this chick? Like, she was like totally bonerific in that in that movie. Bonerific. Owner horrific. Let me, hold on. Let me. Hold on. And it's it's not weird because at that time you were younger too. So it's okay. I was younger. Yeah. She's okay. she's two years. She is a year and a half younger than me. Hold on. No, I guess yeah. Or maybe two and a half years younger. Let me look. Hold on. Hold on. This is taking way too much time. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was before. It was. It, it came out right before she was. She was 16, 15 or 16 when she made that movie, but she wears this bathing suit. And I just remember as a kid being like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm dying now? Do you have any other ones, Tim? Uh, no, that was that was it. That was it. Um, I had Psycho, oddly enough. We discussed well, that earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah with Anne Hayes' butthole. I can see why someone wouldn't like that. Um, I had Chairman of the Board, which was a Carrot Top movie. Carrot Top, yeah. <laughs> and I had Taxi with Jimmy Fallon because oh, I oh, hate yeah. Jimmy yeah. Fallon. How the fuck? Fallon, you... Fallon, and Queen Latifah. Yeah, and the super. How you the only good Jimmy part of Fallon? that was the supermodels. The Jimmy super Fallon's pretty game. annoying. He's awful. Jimmy Fallon is a terrible actor. He, he's, I mean, he's not a he's good actor. Terrible. He right. Terrible. Yeah. But he's funny as hell on his talk show and his impressions. He's, he's not even that funny. No, he's not. funny. He's no. adorably he's t- funny. He might be funny, but he's not funny as hell. And that ride sucks. <laughs> what? You, you didn't go on the ride, did, did you? What? what? No. no, I'm just poking the bear. It's late and I'm I'm tired, so I got to poke you a little bit. What do you got first, Lou? You got any honorable mentions? Um, none of these movies I've seen, but I'll list a couple ones that I saw on the many like worst movie lists that I came across. Um, Catwoman with uh, Holly uh, Berry. That is Fat- that is pretty bad. Yeah. Oh God. Fat Albert. <laughs> I didn't see Fat Albert. I wanted to though. Keenan Thompson. Yeah. And uh, and Garfield, which is the yeah, only movie on the list in which the actor who stars in it references how bad it is in another movie he makes well that's yeah. that's one of the best stories ever where he was confused about who the director was and he thought it was a different director so he was willing to do the movie oh wow i didn't even hear that story yeah i forget uh one of the brothers or something like that i forget who the director of garfield was but he he said countless times in an interview that he thought it was somebody else now that's if he's serious. if he's just making that up that's something but but he's like, oh yeah, I thought I thought so and so was directing this, not this guy, and that's why I accepted the movie. Peter Hewitt directed, who directed Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. You sunk my battleship. All right, gentlemen, do we have anything else to add this evening? I I think that's about sums it up. 
All yeah. right. So that was a big old pile of bad movies. So don't go see any of those, especially Blues Brothers 2000. Don't go see that. Instead, see the, you can see Showgirls and Showgirls 2, which I found out that there is a sequel to Showgirls all about Penny. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll add it to my list. <laughs> Tim will be doing a commentary of Showgirls 2 soon. Showgirls 2. All about um, Penny. If you want some good movies to go see, go listen to the previous episode where we discussed the best of five from the year we graduated. And uh, go go to neozaz.com or facebook.neozaz or instagram.neozaz and look at all the other podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, There's a ton of stuff out there. And make your own stuff and send it in because we never have enough to post. Uh, Thank you to Lou. Of course. To Tim. Yes. And that other one, Chris. You're welcome. And I've been Derek, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Titties. (laughs) Ta-ta-ta-ta, titties. (laughs) That's funny. Cool. Groovy. I don't want to go to the moon.